Welcome to the View in Your Mirror podcast. We are your hosts, Lisa Rubin and Katie Harms. From new moves to tried and true strategies, we'll dissect the ways in which clothing and a little organization can and does affect your daily life. Come along as we hope to inspire, engage, and shape your rituals as well as your shapewear. Welcome. I'm Katie Harms. With me is Lisa Rubin. And we are your co-hosts. And this is podcast number three. Lucky number three. How's the feedback again? What are, what are you hearing from your clients and your friends and family? I've gotten a lot of very good positive feedback. One of the main things that they tell us is that it sounds like you and I are having a really good time doing this, and we are. Yeah, absolutely, we We've are. We've been having a lot of fun and a lot of laughs, and people want to hear more of my stories, yes. more of my experiences that I've had with all my clients over the years. So I will try to give you more of those. And they're looking for some of the humorous things. Some of the things I didn't think were humorous, and then I got text messages back telling me certain things that they remember that happened with them early on and they thought it was funny or they thought it was mean or they thought it was stern or all of the above but guess what they're still with me so exactly and I think that really is testament to the importance of the work that you do and if people have comments I really want to encourage you to go to our website theviewinyourmirror.com and go to our contact page and shoot us a, a message and we'll be happy to get back to you now, we're going to get right into it because I think we ta we've talked about this. I'm excited about it. It is a critical step in finding out who you are and what you want to present to the world. So we use the term branding. Target has a brand and Cheerios is a brand. And we're going to talk about branding as it pertains to your person. The way I say it to a client when they call me or they want my help for the first time is as women we all wear many hats throughout the day we put our hat on when we're going to work we put our hat on if we're a mom we put our hat on if we're going to volunteer and it's about the importance of curating who we want to be when we are basically looking in the mirror at that. all of those things that we are about to do and that's one of the ways that we came up with the name of our podcast is because when I talk to people about this I talk about the view in your mirror and it's really important because how you see yourself and how others see you will help you get to where you want to be and make you feel good about your day well said you recently got a note from a client and it says, I love this. Thank you, as always, Lisa, for all you do to make the best version of me. I don't know how much better of a testimonial you could get because isn't that what we're all looking for? Yeah, I, I have gotten that more than once. And that is really my goal. And I tell people that's my goal when I meet with them is that I am here to basically be your secret girlfriend or your secret weapon. And I am here to make you the best version of who you want to be. And sometimes it takes time to find that. Let's get into that. Because the other thing you talk about is the secret sauce. The secret sauce. Where is the secret sauce? The secret sauce is in your wardrobe and it's in your closet, Katie. Okay, so then you've got to start somewhere, right? I'll walk you into my closet. We've been through this before and it's been a number of years. I'm really starting to understand what I might not have even understood back there of the importance of it throughout any period in your life not just when you're an executive. So we talk about executive presence, but really what we're talking about is how you look at yourself in the world. So executive is a word that says professional, but you don't have to be an executive. You don't have to be in a C-suite. You have to be someone who cares about how you're presenting yourself so you can 
advance your career. Right. And I'll give you a different example is I have a lot of women that come to me that have maybe decided not to work anymore and they're going to stay home and raise their children. They had demanding jobs previously and they want to still be very involved and active in their kids' school, in nonprofits. And the first thing they always say to me is, I don't want to go to a meeting in my workout clothes. That doesn't make me feel good. But then I don't know what to wear because right. I'm not going to wear a suit. That's branding yourself. And rebranding yourself. And rebranding yourself, yes. And so what is that? What will make that woman walk into the room or now we're not really walking into a lot of rooms, maybe on a Zoom call? It's the same for a Zoom call right now because a lot of these Zoom calls you're having, nobody knows who you are. So you show up on the computer and... You want to feel good. We talked about that in the previous episode. You are looking in the mirror the whole time you're on that Zoom call. I have to tell you, I spent some time with my sister, and she said, I have someone on a Zoom call that I'm on that doesn't seem to realize that we can all see them checking their hair, they're pursing <laughs> their lips. So it's hard not to sometimes look at yourself in that little mirror that's on that computer screen. Okay. I want to go to the place where I think everybody's holding on, waiting to hear. What happens when you come into my closet? What's the first thing you do? Well, it depends if you've done your homework or not. So you give me homework. So back I, up. I contact you and I say, Lisa, I need some help. Now, we're doing this in the day and age of COVID. We're doing virtual meetings with Lisa Rubin. I can do the same thing virtually as I can do in person. I've actually found in the last five months, I've done quite a few of them, and I'm Actually, more efficient, if you can believe it, Katie. I actually can. <laughs> Not being in their closet because I'm an animal lover, and so if they have a dog or a cat, I'm all busy petting them, talking to the dog or the cat, or if they have kids, I have a conversation with the kids. This way, we are doing their closet, and we're only doing their closet. So the homework assignment is basically they need to only show me the clothes that they're going to be wearing all the time. Okay, so I have them get rid of all clothes that have stains and snags. I have them get rid of all clothes that they can't wear within five to seven pounds because otherwise we're wasting our time. And then we... Well, the, and, and let's stop there for a second. That's a very real conversation right off the bat. Yes. So right away, you're telling that person you, you've got to prep for my visit because while you could certainly walk them through that when you're online with them, why would they want to spend their money doing that when you've given them a significant action item? And if they don't do their homework assignment, I pretty much know that. And so I have to readjust how I'm going to handle it. But let's say they've done their homework assignment. I basically start going through the bottoms the pants, the skirts. But while I am doing that, especially virtually, I am able to scan their whole closet because I've been doing this so long. And I start to get a feel for who they think they are as a person. Based on the clothes they have. Based on the clothes that they have. So this really isn't about trends or fads. This is truly about helping them find their unique brand or their style that brings out their potential. Right. But the funny thing that ends up happening is that I sometimes will find pieces of clothing that they have not worn in a long time and they become my favorite pieces for them. And when I hold them in my hand and I show them, I'm like, why don't you wear this? And they give me a million reasons, which helps me again, find out who they are. And then I start taking that, let's say blazer and putting it with a bunch of stuff in their closet. And then they all of a sudden look and go, oh, I never thought about that. And then I will explain to them why it would be good for them. 
something that's important to understand. Do you get a feel how people feel about their clothes while they're trying them on and showing you? Is there a difference between something they feel great in? I can tell within one second when they put something on if I know they like it or not. Or And I, can, I always will know if I like it. And I'm pretty honest. I mean, no. I... No. <laughs> tell me more about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have one client that actually in her comments back to me sent me a text and said, you know, you got to tell this story. You came to my closet. I thought, I know what I'm doing. What do I need her here? And we started going through everything, and I wasn't quite sure how I was going to handle it. And I'm thinking to myself, and she looks at me, and she goes, Lisa, just tell me what you're thinking. And I turned around, and I said, you know what? Your clothes are way too matronly for you. This is what you need to be wearing. And then I explained it to her, and she said, and that was the beginning of a great relationship because I knew her honesty was going to take me places. And straightforward. I love it. You cut through the BS, let's face it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there for the BS. And you're there because you have truly a gift to do this to help other people. And I don't have ulterior motives. My goal, again, is to be the best you can be and feel the best you want to feel. And once that happens, and once, as another client calls it, the magic, they become a different person. And then you'll notice and they notice that people will perceive them a different way. And a lot of things can happen. Lisa, we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, I want to talk about my favorite subject, shoes and handbags. I can't wait. Me neither. Hang tight. Hi there. Several years ago, a conversation sparked an idea which launched a plan. And now here we are. Lisa and my collective desire with this podcast is to inform listeners and open eyes to the importance of well-designed spaces and well-thought-out wardrobes, no matter the size or budget. We feel strongly that both lead to success in all aspects of life. Lisa, having been content to work behind the scenes, is emerging to share her well-honed expertise. Her clients see her as a secret weapon in their success, and now we too can benefit from Lisa's no-nonsense approach. I, on the other hand, have always been a bit more, well, out there in my endeavors, yet my work in space planning is very personal to each client. I guess we could say that I'm coming from space to share strategies for efficient use of yours. Perhaps this is our legacy or simply that we really enjoy conversing and sharing some light moments in what can be a very heavy world. Whatever the case, we are thrilled that you have joined us and hope you find some gems along the way. To learn more about Lisa, go to wardrobeconsulting.net and for me, go to katieharms.com. Here's to your success, your beautiful view in your mirror, and thanks for listening. Now back to the conversation. So we are back. And I've been thinking, I've mentally gone through my closet, and I think I'm down to three pair of pants that actually fit me. (laughs) That's a problem. (laughs) This COVID-19, I think there's 19 and then some. So it's been a struggle, but here's the beauty. I still have shoes that fit and handbags I love. Even though we're not going anywhere, I just look at them, how they're displayed in my closet and go, I love you. You'll be back someday. Listen, shoes and handbags are, I think, one of the women's best friends. They love to touch shoes, try on shoes, walk in shoes. And when they're carrying a great handbag, they just feel good. People like big handbags. Some people like small handbags. Some people like crossbodies. But whatever it is, if they like it, they want to wear it all the time. Is a handbag similar to a really good closet design that if it functions well, it's something that you enjoy carrying even more? 
That's a really good analogy, Katie. Yes, yes. And that's where you can come in right now. If a closet functions well, then you want to A, be in it more, and B, you're going to find your clothes better, and C, you're going to feel good once you get dressed. That's the commercial for what I do right there. That's so true. It's kind of funny as you were talking about how you did closet with people and how you went in and gave people items and what they needed to do and what they needed to look at. I too do that when I'm going in and consulting on how things should actually hang in that closet. We kind of start out the same way. I go in, what do you have? What's going to keep? And what's always interesting, especially if it's somebody who's already living in their home, I am up telling them, look, you're going to have to take everything out of your closet for my people to come in and either remove your existing closet product and put in new product or reorganize what you've got. Not everything goes back in the closet. People will say, you did an amazing job with my closet. And I'll take credit for that because I think I do. But also they did a self weeding out then of things when they got to the back of the closet and said, I forgot I even had this. So it's, it's one of those ways that I think you and I cross over each other. And perhaps by getting all your clothes out, people are doing the same thing as they're putting them back in. Does this work? Does this not work? But you don't know yourself as well as you think you do. You need somebody else to help you to that end. The things that you do for people make such a difference in how they go out in the world. And you talked about it, having the space to display, creating those spaces that work for all of your stuff is critically important. Yeah, and I, I do notice that a lot when I, I go into my clients' homes. And the one thing I tell them is that if you have some really great shoes that you love, maybe you can't wear them right now. Of course, a lot of us aren't wearing our great shoes right now, except for tennis shoes, moccasins, bunny slippers, as you called them in the first episode. Displaying some shoes that you really, really like. Either put them on when you're having a Zoom conference, but display them in a place where you can see them because it's a feel-good feeling. Absolutely. And you know where it isn't? It isn't under your clothes in your closet. No, it's That's not. That's the biggest mistake. And I think part of the problem is, say we're talking about shoes not, they come in and you're not wearing shoes in your house in the summer. It's a mixed bag. In the winter, you've got your boots on. You may be in your shoes. You need to pick those shoes up and carrying them somewhere. And if you've got shelves to put them on, either in a mudroom area or sometimes it's even in the garage. There's so many creative ways to look at it. If you can get that clutter out of your life, you will be very surprised at how much better you feel even entering your home. It's one of the keys. Shelves that make sense that you can reach. Everyone thinks about shoes underneath the clothes, but what about shoes above the clothes? You're carrying them anyway. You're probably not wearing them through your home. So they're either going to go on shoe shelves that you have that can just be simple straight shelves, or they can go above hanging so that then you can see them. And maybe they go cute. Face the toe in on one shoe and the heel in on the other. So you're seeing the front and the back of both your pairs of shoes, which also give you a little more space on a shelf. And your bags are in another area of your closet. Maybe you don't display all of them, but you have some of the cute ones, the ones you wear more often. And the other thing that's important to have in a closet is a place to set things down to transition. You're not going to be as inclined to wear your different purses if you can't set them down, take your stuff out, put your stuff in, and do it in an area where you're storing things. You're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I have to say one more thing about shoes and handbags. Please do. I love the subject. I have to get back to something that is a little secret. And I tell all my clients this. Women love shoes and handbags. I've already said that once. If you are 
a person that is an introvert and you know that you have to go into a meeting or you have to meet a bunch of people you've never met before right now no we're not doing any of that but we are going to do it it's going to happen again if you have a great pair of shoes on or you have a great handbag I will guarantee you that you will strike up a conversation with a stranger because that other woman noticed your shoes or your handbag and more people have met each other with that in mind. I think that's fabulous. I've struck up conversations because of shoes or handbag because I love them so much and you don't have to worry what size your hanger says for a no, shoe or handbag. No, no, no. Your size doesn't usually it change. It doesn't usually change too much. A little bit in shoes. All right, we're going to really switch gears. I can't even believe how time flies when we're having these conversations. We have our focus on nonprofits. This week's nonprofit that we're focusing on is Proof Alliance. And Proof Alliance works with people affected by FASD, fetal alcohol spectrum disorders. And they are a range of conditions, including birth defect, brain injury, physical, behavioral, and intellectual disabilities because women have drank during pregnancy. They're lifelong and irreversible, but they can be controlled and there are strategies. So Proof Alliance is here in the Twin cities. If you go to proofalliance.org, you can learn all sorts of things about this organization. I've done some volunteering for them. I can tell you the people there are amazing. It is surprising to me how prevalent this actually is. As many as one in 20 children in the U.S. suffer from FASD, and it is a cause well worth being involved in. Lisa, we've come to the end of podcast number three. Give us your website. Wardrobeconsulting.net. I am at katieharms.com. Both pretty easy to find us. Again, please reach out if you have a comment, a question, something that we can help you with. In the meantime, please find us at theviewinyourmirror.com. Also, we are now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, and we thank you for joining us. Take care, and we hope the view in your mirror is exceptional. 